Welcome to the Dear Single Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Clarence. Come on in. Let's have some good old mom chat where we will laugh, cry, and maybe even sing together. In this podcast, we will be discussing dating God's way, sex, yes, even sex, and how to abstain while single, entrepreneurship, co-parenting, and many other topics. So let's jump right in. Hi, hi, hi. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Single Mom. Woo, woo. God is crazy faithful. I think that that is going to be one of the most things that I'm going to say this year because I am believing in God for the miraculous to happen this year and it has already happened for me so I am definitely looking forward to seeing what else God does for me this year and so I'm going to go ahead and jump right in in this podcast we are going to be or rather I will be discussing entrepreneurship how to get started, and, you know, just to share some things that I learned um, as an entrepreneur that I didn't know before I became an entrepreneur. Now, there will be many other um, episodes on entrepreneurship because I think it's so big. Um, And if it's something that you can get wisdom for for free, hey, why not? Um, Because it's it's a really um, big deal. And also just simply because I know um, quite a few, actually, by the grace of God, just from networking, Facebook groups, mutual friends, just networking with different women um, who are also single mothers. Some are, some are not. They will also be coming on the show and sharing their knowledge in their different um, fields. So with that being said, Let me just go ahead and just say this. Entrepreneurship is not for punks. Um, It's not for somebody that's going to always be super emotional. And don't get me wrong. Don't take it the wrong way. It's not a bad thing, you know. But entrepreneurship, regardless of where you are in life, um, no matter how big you've gotten, there's going to be bad days. And there's going to be good days. And there's going to be even great days. It's a business. I'm pretty sure big Fortune 500 companies like Walmart and Target, they experience and have their days and their seasons of where sales are down, where sales are up, or where sales are really great. Like, for example, I saw on the news sometime last week where Target, their sales actually went down from Christmas than the year before. So, you know, when you you can have these expectations and it's not a bad thing to have expectations, but you have to know and kind of be realistic in entrepreneurship. Let's just, you know, be real with that. You have to be absolutely real with yourself. And so that's why I say entrepreneurship is not for punks. It's not for somebody who is unorganized and, um, you know, just all over the place. If you got a lot going on in your personal life or whatever the case may be. And by no means, I'm not saying don't start it, but it will help you a little bit better 
if you, you know, maybe worked on your organization skills a little bit um, before you got started as an entrepreneur, because believe it or not, some businesses have been started off of distress, but you don't, I wouldn't recommend anyone or off of, um, you know, um, stress or, you know, whatever the case may be. I wouldn't recommend that anyone starts a business off like that. Although yes, it will push you to a certain degree, but when things aren't going your way or, you know, they're not, you're not seeing the results that you want to see that can take an uh, even more effect on you than what you're already going through personally. So, you know, sit down, plan, write it out, write out a business plan, you know, get, you know, get organized, you know, write down the steps of what you're going to do, what you have to do, um, what type of tools you want to use. And I would even encourage you For example, so if it's a field, let's just say you want to be, you want to start off being a coach, a business coach. You know, you may have some expertise. You went to school for this particular field. You have a degree in it and you just want to share your knowledge um, with men, women, whomever your target audience is. Okay, great. So go find business coaches on social media because social media is a huge thing right now and go follow them, you know, see what they're doing, see what they're saying, see, you know, what, you know, how they operate in their business. And, you know, most entrepreneurs in that field or any entrepreneurs in general, you know, most of the time they do a lot of lives. Um, they may have like a blog or, you know, a podcast or something like that. And that's a way to get knowledge from them in different areas as well. And it's free. Like you can watch a live for free. You, it doesn't take anything to, for them to get on live and to just share the information with you. So that's one of the things that I would suggest. But, um, so I have a list and the list is, in my opinion of what you should do. And these are the steps that I think that you should take if you were interested in becoming an entrepreneur. So the first thing I said was get established as an LLC or if you want to do or choose to do um, a nonprofit. A nonprofit is a bit more tedious and it's also more expensive to, um, purchase. Um, I know here in the state of Georgia for a LLC, it's only a hundred dollars. Um, so you can even do something like that. Um, now I'm not too, um, I don't have a lot of information on nonprofits. I just know about LLC. Um, I know that with the LLC, it will allow you to be able to do business in multiple states versus a sole proprietorship or a, um, partnership, you know, they're different things, but, um, different, um, stipulations for each one, but the best go-to is a LLC because again, you're able to have business and run your business in multiple States. Um, yeah. So in Georgia, that's only a hundred dollars and you can go to Georgia.gov, 
um, and they'll walk you through the steps. If you're not familiar with the terminology, hey, you got Google, type in, hey, what's the meaning of this? What's the meaning of that? But it's fairly simple and easy. But yeah, so start off getting the LLC. Um, the second step I would recommend is applying and getting a EIN number, which is an employee or I'm sorry, employer identification number. And this is used for tax purposes. Um, I know a lot of y'all going to like this, like tax write-offs. So like when you do a vending event, you're traveling for work, so you have to go out of state or you're traveling, you can write off your mileage, um, your plane tickets, hotel fees. If you have a personal phone just for your business, you can use that for tax purposes. So you definitely want to have the EIN number and definitely make sure that you are keeping um, account of things like that. You know, start you a folder and all of your receipts, put them inside your folder or an envelope. Um, because when you start a business, you never know if the IRS is going to ask you for that information. Um, QuickBooks. QuickBooks is a perfect app to use. You can use on your computer or even on your phone, which is what I absolutely love about it. They have an option on the app where you can take a picture of your receipt, whatever it may be. So say you went and got something from the store, plane ticket, hotel, cost, whatever. It may be you can take a picture of it and it automatically will save it on the app for you. So come around for tax season. If you're working with someone who uses the QuickBooks, hey, it's easier for them now just able to log in or you can print out all of your transactions that you did from the previous year, hand it to your tax personnel person and go from there. It's really, really simple. But again, I always say make sure you keep hard copies or even if you don't keep hard copies and you don't like a lot of paper, well then save it. Get a drive, save on your computer, um, save it on that drive, and just keep those copies. And I would say at least keep those copies of those receipts for at least a minimum of five years. And I would even say five to ten years because you just never, ever know. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, the IRS, unfortunately, they wait <laughs> a couple of years before they get you and then they send you this letter like, oh, you owe us $10,000 or $20,000. And you're like, wait a minute, because they wait. They let it sit and they're watching your activity and things like that. So keep all of those receipts, hard copies, electronic copies, whatever it may be. Um, I'm not sure and I don't quite remember if QuickBooks um, saves it or not. But just go ahead and have your own copy for backup. Um, either way it goes. So also with that being said, um, after that, and to get, I'm sorry, to get an EIN number, you can go to irs.gov slash business. And when I started my EIN or when I got my EIN number a couple years ago, it was free. So you really have no excuse not to get one. Next, I would say, hey, start up your social media pages for your business. Kind of get people curious as to what you're doing. Start putting like little hints and stuff out there. Because one of the step mistakes I made was I just launched. (laughs) 
I just launched. I didn't kind of give a forewarn um, warning to people. I didn't kind of let the curiosity build up with my audience. I just launched. And that was a huge mistake, a huge mistake. Because probably for the first, let me see, August, September, October, for the first two to three months, because I initially started out with my online boutique, I didn't get any sales for like two months after me opening. And then there was one sale. And then after that, it was another couple of months. So you definitely want to strategically launch. I mean, when I say strategically, strategically launch to the T. Get the buzz out there. Let people know what you're doing, what you're um working on. Just a little bit. Don't give them a whole lot. But you definitely want to get that buzz and that curiosity going with people. So there are so many platforms for social media and to promote your business. There's Twitter, there's Instagram, there's Facebook, um, Pinterest, depending on what type of business you have now. I mean, all of this. So there's really no excuse why you can't get your business out there. And even Instagram and Facebook, they have so many free tools for you guys to use. So like on Instagram, if you are a product-based um, entrepreneur, they have an option where you can tag um, your products into um, your post on your page where you can tag your products on your Insta stories. You can go live. Facebook, every year they have this event that's free to entrepreneurs where you can go and learn about marketing, um, the new things that they're doing, um, so much. And it's free, y'all. It's free. So y'all better get on that quick because if I'm envisioning it correct, uh, probably Instagram and Facebook probably going to start charging. I give or take within the next five to 10 years. And as a businesswoman, I don't blame them because they're giving and they're offering so much. Yes, they may lose some people, but Hey, when you're giving out so much for free and people are using it and things like that, um, that's just what I'm just saying. I don't know. I'm not saying that I haven't heard that. So don't go back and tell your girl, girl, Facebook and Instagram going to start charging to use it. That's not what I'm saying, but that's just what, you know, hey, what could potentially happen. So go ahead and take advantage of all these free programs. I mean, Facebook, they have um, videos to show you different things. You know, they have help and uh, assistance to help you grow your business. I mean, scheduling posts on your personal or I mean on your business page I mean so that you can kind of keep an automated business if you have a nine to five man there's so many tools so definitely utilize the social media tools and discern where most of your audience is your audience might not be on Twitter so you may not need to start a Twitter you know, Instagram and Facebook are connected. So you can post on Instagram and set it up to where it automatically goes to Facebook. And there it is. Boom. One transaction in one instead of going to Instagram and Facebook, but it's not connected to Twitter. So just be discerning and find out what, where most of your audience is. And hey, start there, you know. The next thing I wanted to say is I'm talking about audience. Study, study, study. No, 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 your target audience. 
my God, I cannot stress that enough. I struggle with that in my business because I just, again, I just launched. I didn't have an idea. All I knew was I wanted to and start my boutique for women, but that is so broad. When I hired a business coach, I mean, we really dug deep into that. One of the assignments was to get to know your target audience. And I mean, the packet for just uh, the target audience was maybe almost about 10 pages, literally. That's how much you have to know your target audience. So know their pain points. Pain points is something that's going to get them to pretty much spend their money. Okay, well, so you know that, so for example, my target audience, and I'm just using this as as an example, this is not my personal target audience, but a career-driven woman, nine to five, trying to get up in her business, is very smart, intelligent, has a college degree, no kids, single, and, you know, her income is six figures a year. You know, you're just breaking it down like that. Okay, well, what triggers her to spend money? How can you help her? Because she's making six figures a year. She doesn't have any kids, so she doesn't have any responsibilities, you know, unless, God forbid, she has to, well, not God forbid, but unless she has to take care of her parents or anybody else. You know, you know, she, she's an independent woman. How can you get her to pull out her car and spend money with you? What triggers her? That's something that's called a pain point, which we all have done it before. So you ever seen Fashion Nova and they post that 50% off and immediately everybody goes to the website and crashes the website because they know your pain points. They know exactly what to say. They know exactly how to market. Another example for that, Walmart. Walmart is specifically targeted for women. How many times have you been in Walmart with an idea to get a couple items and leave out the store with a whole basket of stuff? They targeted specifically for women, psychologically for women. They have people and they hire marketing directors. I mean, a team of marketers just to market that alone by itself because they know men are more driven they're more focused they can get in the store get in and be out women we gotta go look around oh i see this cute sweater over there as i'm walking past the registers oh let me go look and see what they got over there in the clothes oh i didn't remember my baby need this or my child need that you spend unnecessary money and don't even know it that they didn't got you but that's how it works that's how it works because like anybody else that starts a business, nobody wants to be broke. Nobody wants their business sales to go down. So that's just what it is. But they know their target audience. So no, no, know your target audience. So like I said, for example, know their age, their income, know all of their demographics. What do they do? Do they have kids? Are they married? Are they single? Are they widowed? I mean, it's down to the T. Down to the T. It's so important to know your target audience. Again, this is something that I didn't know when I first started. And I struggled. I struggled because I thought my target audience was just women. 
And when I hired my business coach, she was like, that's too broad. That's too broad. You can't just have women and literally broke it down. Like when I say that packet just for the target audience alone was probably about 10 pages. I didn't know there can be so many questions or breakdown about our target audience. So yeah, it's deep. So the next thing, um, hey, you can't be afraid to fail. Okay. And I'm going to come back to that. Set up some systems that help you run your business. Work smarter, not harder, especially if you're still working your full time nine to five, you don't have time to be sending out multiple emails to, you know, your, um, um, your audience, excuse me, but Hey, you have MailChimp where hey, you can type up, Hey, say like spin one day. And you just write up and type up all your emails, set them up to send out with MailChimp. There's an option where you can set them up and they send out on this day and time. And Hey, it automatically goes out by yourself. Boom. You done already sent out an email to your, to market, to your customers or to your, you know, audience. Boom. It's already done. And you typed up them emails a week ago, but emails are still going out. Communication is still constant with your clients or your audience. Google. Google have so many tools. You don't absolutely need a business email address. If you're just starting out, get you a little free Google account because Google, they have different tools too, like Google Calendar to remind you of different events. If you have calls or, you know, you have that in your business, you can set that up through Google Calendar. If you have an iPhone um, Outlook Calendar, the iPhone Calendar, I mean, there's so many different tools for these and they're free canva you can use canva for um your graphics for your social media and it's really easy and simple to use they have trainings on them they have assistance and people that can walk you through on how to do certain stuff even if you go to youtube and type in how to design with canva a whole bunch of videos will pop up and that's a free tool to use right there take you 30 Maybe an hour to learn Canva because it's really not that hard, guys. I'm telling you, I've been using Canva for like the past two, three years, and it's changed me in my life. And it's really simple and easy um, to use. Now, Canva does have, they have a free option and a pay option, just like, you know, any other company. But hey, if you're just starting out, just play with it and get the free option, you know, because you never know, you might find another program that you might like and that you may use. So start off with the free option, um, a scheduling program. So I use acuity scheduling It's free, but again, they do have the different programs. So as you continue to grow in business and you need more, then, you know, you can go ahead and get the, um, services that they purchase for. But acuity scheduling, and there's so many scheduling programs out here and most of them will let you start and use it for free for a certain amount of time and then there's some that allow you like acuity scheduling for it to be free you know until you prepare to grow your business I mean but hey but find scheduling program type in business on google business scheduling programs and a whole list to come up and you find that option that's best for you text messages Text messages is a huge thing now because 
not saying people aren't reading their emails, but not really. Um, and Google now has this little tab where it's like promotions tab. So where all of the marketing emails from the different companies that you sign up with, it goes in that folder. Don't nobody really look in that folder because I know I don't, unless I just happen to see something like say, so I love going to DSW and you know, get some shoes from time to time. So if I look in my promotions box at the top and I see DSW, I'll click on it, see what type of sale, whatever they got going on. But that's pretty much about it, you know, unless something else catches my eye, but I'm not scrolling through my promotions box of emails. And sometimes I'm on um, email lists for like different business coaches and things like that that I follow. Sometimes their emails end up in there. And they have sales and specials and stuff like that going on, or they might have a free class. And I'm like, snap, I didn't even see this because it's not going to the primary box. Sometimes it'll go to the promotions box. So text messaging is becoming a huge thing now because people are always going to have their phone with them. Regardless, people are going to always look and see, oh, especially if it's a number they don't know. Oh, let me see who is this? What is this? So text messaging is becoming a huge thing. And I don't believe that they have a program that's free for that. Um, unless you have, I think it's like maybe about 10 or 15 less numbers. But I think the higher you go in numbers on your list, then you have to pay for it. But hey, it's useful. It's becoming a really big thing now. Like, so yeah, look into that as well. Um, website. A website is important. Now, if your target audience is cool with selling you or cash shopping you, hey, that's your target audience. But if you know you want to have a more high-end clientele base, you need a website. Point blank, period. And there are options out there for that as well, like WordPress, Squarespace, or Shopify. Those are the only three I would recommend. Do not, do not, Use Wix. Do not, and I say that I understand it's free and you just starting out, but you can do the same thing for Shopify and it'd be maybe like 10, somewhere between 10 and $20 a month for a website. For a website on Shopify. I think Square Squarespace, they have like a 14-day trial. It's either a 7- or 14-day trial, and I believe WordPress has the same. So you can kind of play with these things and kind of see which one works best for you, but you need a website. A website is good, especially for a high-end clientele um, base because they're going to want to see your services. Well, how much do you charge for your services? How can I get in contact with you? You know, what's your expertise? in this field? What's your background? Whom have you worked with? You know, they're going to want to see all of that. And so, yeah, get a website. Yeah. Wix, it goes really slow. So the more you load on there, it goes slower. So I know I have been on a website before getting ready to purchase. I got the money. I put it in my budget to purchase and the website going slow, slow. I didn't, I just clicked off. I just clicked off of it. And then forgot completely all about it. And nine times out of 10, I didn't go back. So you don't want to discourage people from shopping. You want them, you want people to spend their money because you ain't starting no business to be broke, right? I mean, who does? Nobody starts a business and be like, well, 
I guess I'm just going to continue to just keep living paycheck to paycheck. No, nobody has that mindset. Like, thank you, Lord, for giving me this vision. Now that you've given me this vision and this idea for the business, uh, I need some coins to be made off of this guy. Like, yes, I'm definitely wanting to help people, but I, I still got bills to pay. God, you know, like that. So, yeah, don't use wigs, even if it's free. It looks, and it even looks cheap. It looks like you really didn't put any time or effort into it. And that will also discourage your audience from shopping with you as well. Because I've done that too. If I go on a website and it looks like really cheap or like real scamish like even though I know that they're a real legit business, I just click off. I, I don't even buy anything because it's not like, well, how do you expect me to take you serious and your website looks crappy? So that's all I'm saying. Or right, it's not you know, excellent, is not, you know what I'm saying, is not up to par with what you're trying to do. And this is just me just being real because that's legit what we think as women, especially when we're shopping online, that these are things that we think. So you definitely want to have a nice website. If you have to hire somebody, hey, Shopify, which is one of the reasons why I love Shopify. Shopify when you have a paid plan with them, they have so many hours that their designers can go in and change something. So like, for example, I wanted one of, excuse me, I wanted one of my buttons to be um, a particular color, but the color wasn't on the options. It wasn't on the list of uh, options and I wanted it to be an exact specific color of it to match my, you know, my social media posts. And they were able to do that. A coder went in, changed it, and hey, and it was done. So like little simple things like that, a coder from Shopify can help you do. Um, there's apps on Shopify, which some of them are paid, some of them are free, but they're always there to help you. And they're open 24 seven. So if you have a nine to five, you working on your website late at night, you want to change some things. You don't understand something. You don't know how to do something. They're 24 seven. You can call them up. There's been plenty of times where I didn't call up Shopify at like 12 o'clock in the morning, one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, even at one time. Cause I was up just working on my website and it was something I couldn't figure out. So that's, I love Shopify. Absolutely. Absolutely love Shopify for that. So, hey, again, entrepreneurship is not for punks. You're going to fail. That's just, you know what I'm saying? You can't be looking to start and just everything just goes boom. And, you know, for some people, it, that happens. But as an entrepreneur, again, there are going to be some good days, some bad days, and some great days. Be prepared for it. Be prepared for your family and your friends to support you last. Unfortunately, it's, it's, it's just real. It just is what it is. You know, I was expecting one of my first orders when I started my boutique from one of my friends, or one of my closer friends, because it was actually a friend of mine that purchased. But no, there was like, yeah, congratulations, girl. We so proud of you, da 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 da, da. And we're one of the last people to ever order from me or later people, not last, but one of the later people to order from me or from my website. So, and, and it's okay. The people who are going to probably support you the most are people who you never met on your social media, you know, random people just going to your website. Hey, 
And it just is what it is. It just is what it is. And that's okay. So don't be discouraged by that. You know, you take a failure, you pick yourself back up and you keep going. You learn from your mistake, take the lessons, apply it to the next and keep going. Also, before I end, um, I want to talk about something that's called SEO. Look into SEO. SEO is pretty much something that helps you target your audience all over the world based off of your wording, your content, your pictures, your picture size. Do you have music on your website? And Google has something that deals specifically with that and Google Analytics. So whatever websites you have, get Google Analytics. It's a free tool and it can help you see, okay, well, this amount or this percentage of women have visited your site. This percentage of men have visited your site and they'll give you the different states or countries where people are accessing your website. But SEO is definitely something you want to learn. When I learned that, it it was truly a mind blower, game changer because I never knew something like that existed. And there are people out there who do um, use that and help you get seen more. Versus than just always, you know, posting on social media, but get seen on Google. Yeah. And be on that first page. And be at the top of the first page. Yeah. Because, you know, with Google, they see your website. And they base it off of SEO. Well, is it slow? Does it run fast? How many words does she have? Does she have these words or these words and... You know, da da da. They go through a whole list, and how many of us go when we type in something on Google? Go to the second and the third page. I don't. I scroll and I stick to my first page, and then if it's absolutely something I'm just absolutely looking for, then I may go to the second page. But that's very rare, and SEO will help you get seen in those top few five. Um, so yeah, definitely look into that. It's something um as well. So. I am going to end with that note. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, my name is Clarion Brown, and this is and I am the host of Dear Single Mom Podcast. If you want to reach out to me, you have any questions, you have any topics that you want to be discussed, any testimonies, which I'm definitely looking forward to, you can find me on Facebook at C-L-A-R. I-O-N Brown and my personal Instagram page is Clarion C-L-A-R-I-O-N-B underscore. I am also a fashion stylist. That page on Instagram is stylist Clarion B underscore. And again, also, if you would also like to support this cause, monetary, you want to be a guest, whatever it may be, you can find me and reach me on those social media avenues. And again, anything, questions, testimonies um, you want to give towards this um, cause or whatever, or just whatever. You just want to say something, you want to be a guest, you can definitely almost find me on those social media avenues. And again, this has been another episode of Dear Single Mom Podcast. I'm out. Talk to you next episode.